This special, special. All right, let's try it again. All right, all right. This special spoiler app mm. is brought to you by Squarespace. Yeah, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. Spoiler alert: You can save money by using coupon code CFN. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, spoiler oh alert, Chris. Spoiler <laughs> that alert. That is awesome. Spoiler alert, Squarespace is great at designing your own website. <laughs> 10% off CFN. Boom. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Please be advised. Spoiler. Please be advised. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Hello, everybody. We're back with a spoiler app. A double spoiler. Double spoiler app. Um, yeah, we haven't done one since The Hobbit in uh, late December, and we're sorry. We've been busy, and it's summer movie season, so now you guys, you've earned, you you are owed some spoiler apps. <laughs> Captain America and Spider-Man 2. Yes, uh, Captain America and Spider-Man. Um, Spider-Man? Spider-Man, <laughs> double, double mashup spoiler app. Um, very excited. So, anybody new to the spoiler apps, we obviously have to do this. We're going to reveal, we're going to talk about key plot points in both yes. Captain America Winter Soldier and Spider-Man 2. Especially uh, the endings. The, the endings. We're going to go into the ending. so if you... But here's a spoiler, only one of them had one. Uh, <laughs> one spoiler alert, one of them was watchable. Yeah. Um, we're going to give away the Stan Lee cameos. Yeah, we'll give yeah, away. The, sure. Yeah, we'll do it all. Mm-hmm. That's what spoilers are all about. We'll give away the 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 things at the end, the little buttons that they put on the end of them. And one movie really good at doing them. One of them just put a fucking ad for X Men in the middle of the credits, which mm-hmm. was so dumb. Um, so this is what this is, guys. Get ready for some spoiler apps. Um, this is, I believe, your our, our guest's second spoiler app. I think we did a Lone Ranger spoiler app. That's with, right, with yeah. <laughs> Pat, ladies and gentlemen, uh, from Never Not Funny, and what's your other podcast? Rock Solid. Rock Solid. Um, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Pat Francis. Hello. I, t- I said I wasn't going to talk until they told me to talk, and then I talked. Oh, way to go. Edit it Spoiler all. alert. <laughs> edit it out. No, we don't edit shit on this show. No, We're keeping I, in Crips. Chris Crips. Yes. Keeping it Crips. The Crips. Keeping it real. Well, yeah. you say, is, that, is this why you said Crips? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you're wearing you a, blue a bandana. Blue bandana on. Yeah, so the Crips and Bloods are here. Yeah. Um, They're Chris, fighting the gargoyles. Yeah. Chris fumbled through the pre-roll. I think we live it in there. I'm not, yeah. I don't want to edit that. I want to leave it in. I hate editing anything. It's dumb. This yeah. is podcasting. It's supposed to be real. Yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or dirty hippies. Yeah. Hey, it's the only way you're gonna do it. Um, yeah, Pat. how you gonna feel organic? <laughs> is there has there been a movie since the between the Hobbit and Captain America? Was there any movie that you could have had a spoiler episode you know, on? I think you know we've. Here's the thing with the spoiler apps. Chris and I have talked about this. Yeah, it sort of started as as big budget mm-hmm. Hollywood movies. But I think we could do one for anything. Philomena? Philomena. We could do a Philomena. Why not? If we had to. But I will say, this is the only time that we've actually gotten emails. Hey, are you going to yeah. do a spoiler app on Captain America or right, Spider-Man? Right. So, you know, I, it's... It, we didn't get a request for a her spoiler app. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't a Dallas Buyers yeah, Club yeah. spoiler <laughs> alert. Um, I don't know. I think, obviously, yeah, the big budget ones are more more geared toward, but I think we're just going to try to do them whenever we can. You should, yeah. you should do like and, something tiny. Yeah, like a little indie film. Yeah. Um, well, maybe we'll do The Fault in Our Stars. 
Oh, that'd be for a, a spoiler. Yeah. Read that? I read that book. Really? It's my daughter. It's my oldest daughter's favorite book, and she said, "She goes, we read my favorite book." And so, yeah, you have to read it. I, the movie looks very good. The book is really great. Right. It it's really one is of great. those like tearjerker. I've told this, uh, well, I haven't told it to you guys, but um, so my daughter went to Japan for uh, two weeks last summer. Mm-hmm. So that's, I said, while you're gone, I'm going to read your favorite book. So as I'm reading the book, there's a part in the book where uh, the main character, the girl, goes out of the country. And while she's out of the country in the book, her dad in the book reads her favorite what? book <laughs> and i don't want to get i don't want to be do any spoilers if you don't know but when i came to that part i was like what the when she came home i go you did she was i know i knew when you got to that part oh, like, oh that's great it's crazy that's awesome. yeah it was pretty cool that's really cool well you know i guess uh i'm gonna i'm gonna make a daughter and then uh, <laughs> and before, send her to japan before we go to japan no we're gonna go to japan yeah, yeah she's gonna read my favorite book yeah. read that book on the plane she's gonna read flashing steel while i <laughs> which is a samurai sword training manual <laughs> <laughs> this is daddy's favorite book how to eviscerate a, a foe it's oh, not no. an autobiography on remington steel sounds like that's you know I've always been a Remington Steel guy from day one. Well, you know. by Pierce Brosnan, anything Doris Roberts does, I'm on board. Of course, you have to be. Um, all right, so um, let's let's talk about Captain America: The Winter Soldier. And how smart is Marvel to release Thor in November and then Winter Soldier? Not in the summer, but like in April, even before right. May. Right. Like they were like, we're going to drop it in he, April. Um, I think that what they were doing is like, we're going to put the summer movie season on notice. It's right. starting when we release our movie. Right. We're going to have really. a Marvel movie every four months. So and, suck it. Yeah. And, and, and also, and it's something we've talked about on this show numerous times. Hollywood thinks that January through. Uh, March or April is this dead zone. Right. And it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. It's because okay. they've made it a dead they've zone. They've made it right. a dead yeah. zone. And, we, and there's, there, you know, every once in a while, there's a, there's a crazy example like right. um, there was- 300. 300. There was, I think two years ago, was that Navy SEAL movie yeah. that came out mm-hmm. and all, that they're just like, wow, who knew anyone wanted yeah. to go to the movies? The whole country's stuck in a snowstorm. Yeah, yeah they want to get out of their house yeah. and go to a movie. And occasionally theater. a horror movie will hit at that yeah. time. Right. Yeah, but normally you get the you get the the Mark Wahlberg C movie is yeah. like yeah. something. <laughs> yeah. I yep. mean, there's you know contraband yeah. or want something. <laughs> yes, just yep. like what the something that's been on the shelf for eighteen months right. that they don't have anywhere else to put. I'm telling you, if we were ever given real money to make a a bit a. a Decent film, yeah. whatever, be a comedy action. I would, I would insist on like February release date. Yeah, like do it. And they go, I don't know. Do it. Pick a weekend where again, Contraband Three is coming <laughs> right. out, yeah. and you know the Saw Fifteen or whatever. I and know, let's go that weekend. Or a Catherine we'll, Heigl movie. Yeah, or yeah. Catherine Heigl movie, and we'll clean up. So yes, Marvel has been. <coughs> and let's be clear here, since we're doing Captain America and Spider Man, mm-hmm. Marvel is different from Sony. As, we're, as these two movies will it, yes. demonstrate. Yeah. Even and though Spider-Man technically is a Marvel character, but it, Marvel Studios owns and runs all of these Avenger character yep. movies, and that's why they're so good. Yeah. yeah, and it's, you know, and Disney actually has dedicated people uh, that are only working on the Marvel Universe. Right. They literally, that's all yeah. their job is. That should be. So, exactly, it should be. And um, the only reason Sony still has Spider-Man is because of that horrible deal that Marvel 
um, signed that uh, says, well, if we keep making movies, we retain the rights to the characters. Mm-hmm. So Sony's making these movies. I mean, the first one was obviously very rushed mm-hmm. uh, for Spider-Man. Now they're another one. So they don't want to let go of these uh, franchises. Yeah. And it's hurting the integration of the Marvel Universe in other ways. But uh, let's be honest, too. Disney, the lawyers are going nuts trying to get these characters back. But they're doing amazingly even without them. Like, like it's not like, like, all right, well, well, you know, all right, we'll deal with it. We'll make these amazing movies, and, you know, you could put the rhino in the end for four seconds. So, <laughs> it's, it's, so yeah, all right, so let's focus on Captain America. Yeah, let's do Captain America. So, which, first of all, which the, re- we, the release day was great. It was great. Mm-hmm. And we all liked it. Yeah, fantastic I loved movie. it. Yes. Loved, I thought it was one of the top four or four Marvel movies for me. Put it, put, put, put it in the order. Like, where do you, where do you put Captain America? Winter uh, Soldier. Ghost Rider, <laughs> Ele- Electra, <laughs> Punisher Warzone, A- Ang Lee's Hulk, and then Winter Soldier. And okay. the um, we're, we're going to need to ask you to leave. And, <laughs> and Roger Corman's Captain America. Uh, Ang Lee's no. Hulk. <laughs> um, you know what's funny is when I, I can't I can't like like the four Marvel movies that I like are to me they're all equal. I can't really. I can't even put one over the top. I love, I love Iron Man. I love Winter Soldier. I love Captain America. I love Iron Man 3. Mm-hmm. I love Avengers. Um, I love X-Men First Class. I mean... I think this was... I agree with you. This was probably one of my favorites. Yes. Even though I've liked all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, this is probably one of my favorites, too. And, and one of the reasons was that it... I, and I hope Marvel can t- continues to be able to do this. They keep surprising me with yeah. these movies, like what they did with uh, the Mandarin in, in Iron Man 3. Didn't see that coming. But, I did not see it coming And either. the destruction of S.H.I.E.L.D. in this movie. Yep. I thought it, And it was so perfect, and it didn't feel like tacked on at all. I was like, this is so organic to the story. Like you have, because S.H.I.E.L.D. is a shadowy organization. Yeah. It's like, wait, maybe they do have a little bit too much power. Mm-hmm. All that stuff gets addressed, and then you have Hydra, and then you have um, Captain America going, you know what? It all goes, yeah, at all of it, and it's like, well, no, I. Kinda, that was bold, a yeah. bold ending. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to choose mm-hmm. like we're smashing this, and this is the thing. To go back to the point of why all of these Marvel movies have been so great, like an, an interview with um, oh God, who directed Iron Man three? Uh, was that Shane Black? Shane Black. Shane Black. And that was a, that was that set up our first bold move from Marvel. I right? mean, that was crazy. And Shane Black was it was funny in an interview. Um, like Robert Downey Jr. asked him, well, what do we, if we do this in Iron Man 3, how's that going to do for the next Avengers movie? He goes, that's not my problem. That's not my problem. Let them figure that out. <laughs> Let them figure that out. Yeah. And it's like, that is actually, it's it's good because, uh, this I'm going to get a little broad here, but it's it's some of the problems with TV, with good TV is they have this, we got to keep this person alive mm-hmm. or they're under contract. It's like the show Homeland, which I really like. Every time I watch Homeland, I'm like, the second season, I'm like, or the th- I'm like, there's no fucking way, right. and you're just doing that TV thing of well, I then then as a fan, an audience, I'm like, well, I know this person can't die or isn't right. going to go to jail, like Sons of Anarchy. I'm like, that fucking town would have been shut down. I know, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, then you watch like Game of Thrones or Walking Dead, you know, oh, everyone's at risk. Oh, yeah, everyone's, and that's, that's what how makes it should shows be. Great, yeah. that's mm-hmm. how it should be. And so when you're when when they do that with Iron Man three, you're like, oh fuck, I know. So, so coming great. into Winter Soldier. I mean, they end the, they end Winter Soldier with like, like where do we go from it's the ending on. of yeah. Winter yeah. Soldier? And Winter Soldier is an amazing villain. It's such right. a great villain. Mm-hmm. It's uh, you know, it's not only Captain America's former sidekick Bucky, yeah. but the, what they do with him, the way they make him 
um, technologically almost superior to Captain mm-hmm. America. I mean, th- that scene when he catches the shield, he's yeah, like, oh so my great. God, that's yeah. so awesome. Those fight scenes were amazing. Yeah, yeah. And even the action too, it, it's it's one of those really fine lines that they got so perfect uh, where you know you're watching CG. You know you're watching big giant explosions. You know those aren't all real cars or airplanes, but, but it looks it's fantastic. so seamless Man, and it's so such- fantastic because it doesn't look like someone's running behind a green screen. Right. It's so it's integrated so well. Um, and after Avengers where, you know, there's not real aliens and there's not spaceships and there's not a right. Hulk. Right. I mean, that looks, so you're, you're saying it's that grounded. looks more, yeah, this yeah. is real. This is I the know. real deal. Mm-hmm. Well, Pat, let me ask you this. Since we're talking about the ending, what go, go into detail about about what you really liked in the ending of of Captain America, of Winter Soldier? Yeah. Um, well, I, I would have been happy if it would have ended with Winter Soldier just leaving Cap on the beach. There, I would have been happy. Even my my daughter, who's thirteen, said it should have ended right there, Dad. Mm-hmm. And I go, I'm not, uh, I'm not against that. That's, uh, mm-hmm. but. Um, I just loved. I, I don't know. I, I, and I love how. I, I don't even. I don't even. I don't even remember how it ends now. And I've seen it twice. Uh-huh. I just saw it a couple it's weeks in the, ago uh, in the cemetery. Oh yeah, like, it's right. yeah, it's great. And I'm just like going rogue after every. Yeah, I love. I, you, you know what I? Think and I love how it, how they're integrating it with this Agents of Shield show. When have we ever had a movie and a TV show that's on right now that is integrating right. everything? And even that though, that's you know, a TV little, show's not good. <laughs> yeah, it's getting better, but. That's what everyone. It, I keep getting emails. It's ballsy saying. for them to key to integrate. You know, the, the, I get the same email over and over. Skip the first six episodes. Yes, true. And then uh, you know, pick it up there. It has gotten better. Yeah. And that is, that is the that is the upside of TV mm-hmm. is that you have a chance to they can find course correct. TV shows yeah. can find their legs. They mm-hmm. can they yeah. can change the writing. They or can, you have a show like Heroes where you constantly course uncorrect <laughs> where well, here, every yeah, single heroes episode gets it worse and amazing. worse and worse but yeah. again, it fell into that same heroes fell into that same problem of oh this these people are under contract mm-hmm. and we got to keep them and and they just they they they've lost the magic yeah. you, you know what i think too with um like with that you could have ended the movie right with him pulling him right, out right. Of the absolutely but what i think marvel's doing i think it's very deliberate with all of their movies is there um and and i really i see this between dc and marvel dc makes um, cinematic or television interpretations of the characters. Yeah. Marvel makes comic books come to life. Yeah. So when you make comic books come to life, how does every comic book end, even if the story wraps up? Right. It sets up the next story, right. or it's a teaser or something to keep you reading the next issue. So I yeah. really think that's a deliberate thing on their part. Yeah. yeah, at the end of Cap, I was wondering, though, I'm like, now how, when Avengers comes out now, it has to pick up, because there's not going to be another Cap movie before Avengers. So how do we, how are they going to work this storyline into Avengers? They can't ignore it. Does the winter soldier, because that, that the, the button at the end of the credits with winter soldier going into the captain America museum, museum and getting his memory jogged. And they did a very skilled job. Just that little scene they shot. They, they do those so well of like, does this mean he's going to start remembering and become a good guy? guy right, right. Is he going to go back? Join yeah. them, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, which would be great. Which would be awesome. Yeah. Or is he going to get even more evil? Like, yeah. yeah they set it up, and it, it may not necessarily follow the comic book continuity. So we'll see. What is the comic book continuity? I think he does actually uh, go back to being good. Uh-huh. If I Makes if I sense. remember correctly, well, I wouldn't be against that because we'll, was... we'll get an email or a tweet confirming and w- <laughs> with an issue number because <laughs> that's what's great about Steve Rogers. He doesn't give up on his friends. He knows this right. guy's done mm-hmm. bad things, but right. so is Black Widow. Right, and 
I, I think, and then, so I want to talk about too about, about Samuel Jackson and how he. I, I, about fucking goddamn time. Yeah. <laughs> Meaning. Talk, talk about Samuel Jackson. Yeah. No, but he, like, yeah, he, he, I think he's been, when they first introduced him as Nick Fury, I thought, this is great. But then the whole storyline within Winter Soldier mm. of, and, and how he handled that, like, because he's kind of being secret and overt. Mm, yeah. Is he? And I, I think uh, to me, it was sort of like they introduced this the, the, the question of do we need S.H.I.E.L.D.? Are they doing the right thing? Right. Well, Are Nick, they misusing power? Nick Fury in the comic books is an asshole. Right. I mean, who constantly is manipulating <laughs> heroes and getting his own way. He's like borderline, you know, villain. He's like, uh, you know, he's literally this shadowy government agency. The end always justifies the means. Yeah. And I'm going to do some pretty shitty things to get what i think i need sort of, i mean sort of league of shadows yeah in in their philosophy right not as yeah. extremist yeah. and crazy but. and there there's a you know there's always like wolverine of course tries to you know kill nick fury in a couple of different comic books <laughs> and uh, it's always the uh the robot because nick fury knows how much the heroes hate him because they always manipulate him so at the end of a mission it's always like a robot in case somebody tries to kill him <laughs> right 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 the uh, but samuel L. jackson finally gets a scene in this movie man some action to do what scene when, when they're when they're trying to kill nick fury yeah in the car in the car mm -hmm. i mean that's really the first time he's really seen him in action yeah mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean it, it the, and then and all the stuff happens with this car he's in like like it's like it's like a tank and they're trying to when they're trying to break through the window and the computer right. saying window at 50% capacity, window mm -hmm. at 30% right. it's and his arms broken and he has to give himself a, a shot. I mean, it's it is and the winter soldiers coming for him. Yeah. That yeah. was so exciting. It was it's so cool. Again, Chris, you made an excellent point. Thank you, Graham. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> they're making their and Pat, you make a great point yeah. too. But no, what you're to, what Pat is saying is the point you made, Chris, which is they Marvel brings the comic book to life. Yeah, I felt yeah. like I was watching a comic yeah, right. book where they're mm -hmm. trying one of the episodes or issues where they're trying to kill Nick Fury, right. and you're seeing it come to the big screen, yep. and you're like, holy shit! Yeah. You know, uh, and like DC when it's done correctly. Uh, Christopher Nolan. Mm -hmm. um, then it's two of three. Two. Of, <laughs> let's not do that here, Pat. Okay. Let's. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, a whole nother can of worms. <laughs> a whole nother spoiler up. Um, no, as I've said, when people oh, trust me, that that third Batman movie trounces at least twelve of these Marvel movies. Oh yeah, I mean, so it's amazing. And and when people have criticisms of it. My thing. I here's how I listen to them when people and they bring up legit and they're va they're valid they're valid I, they're valid just but didn't like, ruin the movie for me. It's just like when someone says Graham surfing is dangerous <laughs> sharks have you, you hit your head. Have like, you seen the trailer for Gotham yet? No. Oh, you oh, have it. Oh, it's pretty great. It's amazing. Yeah, Gotham is the TV series. TV series. Oh, all right. We'll watch that right after we record. Okay. All right. <laughs> anyway, you'll get chills. Okay, I'm excited <laughs> for that. So, um bringing the comic book character to life and going to that same point, Robert Redford. Oh, so fucking great. He elevates yeah. the whole thing. Like my brother's old school. Like my brother will go, Brad Pitt, that's not a movie star. I'm like, well, he, he kind of is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my brother, Kirk, you know, he'll say that all the time. He'll go, I'll tell you who's a movie star, Robert Redford. So then I'll go, you should see Captain America, Winter Soldier, Robert Redford's in it. And my brother will go, 
Why would Robert Redford stoop to doing a comic book movie? Now, my brother's 56. He's not 75. Yeah. Right. He sounds <laughs> like Yeah, he, I know. Yeah. Hey. And Robert older, Redford. Yeah. We should all have horse and buggies. The movie's already at a 10, and he elevates it past that. He's so, it's not a cameo. No, no, no. It's not a cameo no, no, at all. Isn't. It's not like stunt casting. It's not like, hello, I'm Robert. Robert Redford. Comic book <clears throat> characters are drawn after Robert Redford. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. comic book artists are like, oh, this is I'm gonna draw this guy like Robert Redford. Right, right. So Robert Redford in a suit as a big executive who's the bad guy. Robert yeah. Redford always plays the hero. Yeah. The fact that he's some corporate like, fuck you. Yeah. And he, I don't give a fuck. I'm a billionaire. And he didn't walk through this. It wasn't like we got we have no, Redford for a day and a half. No, Let's he didn't get walk his through it. Thing. He was, no, he, he was, was part of the movie. Unbelievable. You got the feeling that Redford went. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know I want to do this. I want to do mm. this and people went you know, who knows if they said this but like let's let's just let's say just for argument's sake right. someone in his camp some manager right. agent went I don't know it's comic book and he went no 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 I'm a I'm I'm a movie star who's yeah. also an amazing actor and I'm bringing that yeah. to this comic yes. book and as as you said Pat it brought the whole just the seat this and this is <laughs> I'm picturing the scene where he's in his glass you know, castle. Right, right. That is a frame from a comic book. Yep, right. Yep. And you're just mm. like, it's like, holy shit. And that is a comic book villain yep. that, and I. this is the thing I love when the comic, I love the thing about comics and when they're done correctly as a movie is there's the pure bad guys. Right. There's the Banes and the, those mm. people. Yeah. But then there's these, Vague, like Rashaul Ghoul. Rashaul like, Ghoul. Well, we kind of want to make the planet better. Nick Fury, <laughs> Robert Redford, and this is what makes good acting. Right, firmly believes what he's doing is right. Yeah, and I love that scene too with uh, Robert Redford and um, Samuel Jackson when he realizes he's the Hydra agent, and he's like, "Well, then why did you hire me?" He goes, "Because." Because we're similar, you know, because right. you're Nick Fury. You brought everything that I wanted to this. And, mm -hmm. and it makes you think like, oh, wait, it is. It's two sides of the same coin, you know? And I mean, I mean, I mean now, when they, probably went, when they probably reached out to Robert Redford, they probably said, well, we were able to get Ben Kingsley. Why can't we get Robert Redford? And Robert yeah, Redford probably exactly. said, Ben Kingsley was in one of these. Why wouldn't I do if it? Sir Ben Kingsley does yes. this. Right. And, is a, and again, amazing at it. And if it's written well, I mean, this is like a political thriller I mean, like Iron Man three to me felt like like a Lethal Weapon action movie that just had that Iron Man was happened to be mm -hmm. in, and this just felt like a political thriller. This could with, be Three Days of the Condor with giant set pieces. Yeah, that's really you know, you're yeah. exactly right, and I think that's what what makes why these Marvel movies are are so good is is they don't come at it like like the GI Joes of the world come at it with mm -hmm. we're going to do a dumb bubblegum movie, right? And Marvel comes at it with. No, this is like you say. This is a political thriller. Yeah, right. That we're putting superheroes the, in. Yeah, superheroes are going to battle out right. this mm -hmm. thing, which just is like exactly. It's three days of the Condor with superheroes. Yeah. Right. And if you it, you can see these archetypes in every single one of their franchises, what they're trying to do. It, it, this is like the political thriller, whereas Thor, that's like the Lord of the Rings with superheroes, right. and, right. and you have uh, an Iron Man is more like you're saying. It's like kind of a more of a an actiony. You know, but again, but again, movie. a good like Iron Man three felt like, like a like a lethal weapon, like that kind right. of even more, yeah. yeah, like a crime, like right. it mm -hmm. was it was more of a like a who done it or a heist movie almost right. or something right. like that, and figuring out mm -hmm. who was doing what, but with these yeah. giant characters. Right. What's cool about Iron Man and with Captain America is everyone everyone in the world knows that. 
Tony Stark as Iron Man. He doesn't wear that costume to hide his identity. Same with Steve Rogers. Right. So when I watch Iron Man 3, and Iron Man's not in it a, that much, but he is in it because Tony Stark is Iron Man. So you always feel like you're seeing the hero, even if they're out of costume, which is pretty fun. And I want to I want to touch on this with Winter Soldier too. I loved how they handled um, the he's whatever fifty years and figuring that out. I thought yeah, it was yeah. funny when they pull out yeah. that list and he's like Rocky one and two yeah, and Nirvana. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like this this thing to it's catch on the you. list. Got a lot of catching up to do. You know. Um, I thought that was so cool and how he is a superhero. You know, he's not a moron. He gets, he's in this new crazy right. world, um, but still is a gentleman from the 40s. Exactly. Yes. You he know is. what I mean? And, and yep. also the thing that they left intact, and you have to with Captain America, or it's not Captain America, is uh, as he's accepting these new um, times and all the new culture and stuff, he realized that some of the stuff that comes with all these new things uh, the government corruption and the uh, all that stuff is not good. Right. You know, just because we're in the future doesn't mean we need all of these things. Right. Um, and it's it's the throwback to you know the quote gentler times or the uh, you know the the morality of the fifties and forties. Yep. He's and got great perspective. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's and, and and what it does for us as the audience, it gives us the perspective on the world we live in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's where Superman went wrong. That's the whole point of Superman is like more human than. Human, yeah. and this is like he represents the best of us, not you know, not it's a so, brooding it's, asshole. <laughs> it, well, it's so sad that the Nolan movies are the only time where DC's gets it right, and, and because every, he made he because he tried to make those in the real world also, right? Like those scenes when it is in Japan in the second one when yeah. he goes, to, yeah. I mean that just looks that's like a James Bond movie, yeah, exactly. He's so good, it's so good, and oh and, look, Batman's up there. Yeah, you know what well, just like, again, to the, to the second one, uh, Dark Knight Returns, yeah. where he's, Batman is interrogating the Joker. The Joker doesn't seem like some fantastical. It seems like no. this is a real wingnut yeah, who right. is fucked yep. up, but mm -hmm. yet they have that conversation, and it's similar to the Robert Redford, mm -hmm. um, Samuel Jackson conversation, Winter Soldier, where, you know, Batman talks to the Joker mm. and, and Heath Ledger, which was so great, goes, don't talk like them. Right. Yeah. yeah. You and I are the same guy. Right. Don't fucking talk. Like yeah. Don't talk like them. And it's that scene is so like, wow. Like yeah. it really ripped it it tore down the mm. Batman and you went, he's not that far yeah. from a well, he is kind of nuts. Mm. Um and it's the same thing what Robert Redford did with Samuel yeah, Jackson yeah. of we're kind of the yeah. same, man. Like don't the, get all uh, high and mighty with me. The funny dialogue in Captain America is great too. Just like little things like uh when uh, what's his name, Anthony Mackie says, uh, "I do what he does, only slower." Yeah, I mean, just I, I mean, there's just so much, so much fun little banter between uh, Black Widow and and Steve Rogers, but not over the top crazy. It's just, it's just nice. It's so hard to do that correctly, yeah, and it's, it, it just felt real. If yeah. you do that too much, it's like shut up. How many of those like action movies that are done poorly, where you're they're they're making those witty banters and you're like Expendables? Oh god, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I'll be back. You've been back enough. Go there. What, ah, what are you talking yeah. about? You well, idiots. Yeah, you got to give that a pass. That's, I know. It's a different... A, I know. Yeah. It's, it's still a pleasure. Chris loves these. It's like uh, my, me with the step-up movies. Uh, uh, and oh, and, and um, uh, Scarlett Johansson is amazing in Black Widow. Yeah. I mean, great. in Black Widow and Captain America too. Again, and this I'm sure is, is credit to the director mm -hmm. and casting, but 
again, these actors are not coming at it like phone it in for the big summer dumb movie. No, They're not at all. They're coming at it like, I'm going to act seriously, even though I'm majority of my roles are on green screens and in wires right. and in right. prosthetics and yep. all this crazy shit. They still come at it like, how would I emotionally play this person? And that's what, that's why you're engaged. Because so often when these movies where they don't have that, mm-hmm. I get bored with the big action scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you can get bored with the big action scenes. It's so easy to get bored with it because you're you're desensitized to them. And that was one of the things I loved about- I feel like I'm just walking through an arcade. Right. Mm -hmm. It's exactly right. Which is like- That was so amazing about the Captain America movie where all the action scenes, I was like on the edge of my seat. I'm like, oh my God, these are all really compelling. They're shot well and they're they're really- um, but they're fun. They're fun to right. watch. And even stuff I had seen before, like there's the elevator scene in this. I mean, that scene is also in Die Hard 3. Sure. But in this, there's so many more guys. Yeah. The elevator's gigantic. Yeah. And 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 he when, when he says- And they have magnetic Before handcuffs. we do this, does anyone want to get out? I mean, that's great. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. as the audience, you go, oh yeah, here it comes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he knows and he's like, okay. Yep. Let's, here comes a big elevator. Fight. <laughs> yeah, I know. And there's, it's a glass elevator. Someone's going through one of these. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Captain America single-handedly takes down a plane in this. Mm-hmm. It is so... And it doesn't look fake. I it know. looks real. It looks like, wow, that's what Captain America would do. Would do. Yeah. And Chris Evans, you know... Ah, uh, he's perfect. He's so perfect for this. And I'm so glad he was the best thing about those Fantastic Four movies. I would disagree with that, but... You don't think he was good as Johnny Storm? I don't. I don't. See, I... I but the, I, I, he wasn't the best thing in those movies. What was the best thing? Well, that's my. I guess. I guess we're just coming at it differently. Like, I just think those movies were all bags of shit. So they, like, they are. They're one hundred percent a zero. But if there was one shining light, it was him. And I'm glad that they were like. I'm glad that when they cast, they didn't discount him because he was in those. No, that's what right. I mean. Because you, I, I did. Because mm-hmm. I didn't even think. I just thought like, oh, here's this dumb pretty boy. Right. They've totally missed the Fantastic Four, and I wrote off everything about it. So, yeah. I had written off Chris Evans entirely. Right. He's great. He is great. <laughs> I can't see anyone else playing the part yeah. right now. Ever, ever, no. ever. And like he, like they gotta, they gotta make him bionic or something so he can play these movies <laughs> right. forever. Because he's in real life. He's yeah. so good at. Again, it does that mm-hmm. thing. This is how Steve Rogers, mm-hmm. like in the first one, he played the skinny kid, even though that was all CG. He was walking right. around in a green it's am- it's, suit. And it looks amazing. We get a flashback yeah. uh, scene in this movie too, which is- Yeah, yeah. Because, and it's he's- like, we're not, We already have this rendered in the computer. We're not wasting no. it. Right. We're using it again. Right. <laughs> but again, that's all, this is good movie acting mm-hmm. because movie acting is basically from the neck up. Yeah. And in all the close-ups in the first Captain America where he's the little scrawny kid, you felt his pain, even though mm-hmm. we all know, like I said, he's a, he's a big dude who's yeah. wearing a green outfit. <laughs> so then he, he still always has that. Yeah. In every scene, it's where he has his compassion. It's where he doesn't bail on any of his friends nope. because so many people bailed on him and told him you're skinny or weak. So the yep. people that believed in him, he's like, and he's never giving that up. He nope. always knows he handles everything. He's not a bully right. like some superheroes can be. Yeah. He doesn't say I'm big and bad. Bring it. He's right. like, no, you're not pushing me around anymore. Yeah. Even in the fights, he doesn't overdo it. He does just what he needs to do mm-hmm. to get the villain out of the way. He doesn't like just wail on him and, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, um, uh, 
I love I, I love the new costume that he has, oh, yeah. but yet I love how we get a taste of the old costume. And this is a spoiler episode when he goes to the Smithsonian and takes his old costume. Right, right. So cool when you see him in the red, white, and blue again. You're like, this, everything's awesome. <laughs> that was so great. That the Smithsonian was like again. It makes you feel like oh, this is really happening. Yeah, because yeah. Captain America so, would yeah, be in the world. goddamn Smithsonian course, if, right. if he existed. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Exactly. Oh. And his uniform would be there. Yep. All right, before we switch gears to the next meal, is there any other spoiler stuff we need to discuss? I, I wanted to talk briefly about the um, some of the Stinger stuff at the end when you saw the scene with Hydra. Um, and also, what I love, too, is, is like S.H.I.E.L.D., Hydra, two sides of the same coin that have no currency. Yeah. And uh, it's setting up more that's coming up. And right. then you get the scene in the, sh- the cells of Quicksilver and, and the Scarlet Witch. Yes. Now, that surprised me because when you have Fox owns the rights to a lot of the uh, X-Men characters. Right. So I'm wondering if there was something with Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch where they're able to use. I don't know. But uh, it was good to see that. Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch are in the Avengers and in the X-Men movie. But two different actors are playing them in both movies. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. That must be what's going on. Okay. There. Because okay. I think. Which I, I wish they could get it together because I like continuity. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You I know, know, even though I like Don Cheadle better than what what was his name? Terrence Howard. Yeah. Terrence Howard seems like flouncy to me. Flouncy. <laughs> <laughs> but I do like cotton. I just, I like continuity. Sure. No, I agree. I agree. I, I with just, that. you know. So, and I think, I mean. Speaking of continuity. Yes. Okay. What? What's up? We're going to do Spider Man 2 now. No, speaking of continuity, I was going to say, you know, your website would have great continuity <laughs> if you use Squarespace. Yes. Oh. <laughs> the continuity and the savings you would get by using coupon code CFN. Would you know be- what's also um, has some continuity? CFN as a coupon code with oh, Squarespace. Wow. They haven't, we haven't had to change it. We haven't had to do anything. It's all, always on the money. CFN, 10% off. Squarespace. Create a website com. called uh, wor- hashtag workit.com. Yeah. <laughs> And we've actually added the Earbuds website is now up. It's Earbuds Pod Doc, and mm-hmm. that's a Squarespace site uh, as well. And uh, the thing about it is, is you're going to need a website if you have any type of business, portfolio, art, anything you want to sh- showcase. And Squarespace just makes it really easy. It's actually EarbudsPodMovie.com is the Earbuds website. That's what I meant. And uh, yes. <laughs> and so that was done with Squarespace. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, it makes it really easy. It's drag and drop, and you can get 10% off uh, using coupon code CFN. Work it. That was amazing. That <laughs> weave in. Um, I want to talk about the Falcon real quick. Okay. Um, Squarespace uh, oh, website with the Falcon. The fa- yeah, yeah. Create a oh, are you guys done? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, you can do whatever. <laughs> the, um, the Falcon in this, it wasn't he. I, the, the Falcon gets his name because that was the, the project or, or, or the. The jetpack with the wings was called the Falcon. So I liked that it wasn't like Anthony Mackie just can go, I'm on your team and you can call me Falcon. Yeah. You know, it was something stupid like that. They bring in all of the stuff from right. the comics correctly. Yeah. It's the thing we always said about Christopher Nolan is he uses the source material correctly. Yeah. So when they put these mm-hmm. things in there, you don't just feel like they're shoehorned in. They don't feel like they're shoehorned and they feel like they're put in there by people that are fans of the comic. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, well, yeah, because they say they they give us a little taste. They say uh they said Doctor Strange's name in there mm-hmm. and they said Banner is in there and it's just I like when they just throw it out so you as an you just get like a chill up your spine yeah, and you're yeah. like a little little easter egg. And that's what the comics do. Yeah. Yeah. They will just say, "Oh yeah, we had a meeting with Doctor Banner." And you're like, "Oh, whoa. We know who that guy is. Fantastic Four's Tower. They're yeah. working on something with Reed so, Richards. So we all agree that this is a 10 without a doubt. Yeah. The only, the only, if I'm going to be nitpicky and not about this movie, but ever since the Avengers has been introduced, whenever there's a problem like in this movie, I'm like, 
Well, wouldn't they just get on the horn and call up, uh, you know, <laughs> you know, uh, you, you know, Iron, Iron Man, Man and, and the Hulk and have them come in and help? Yeah, but I, but, but it's nice that they that they do these standalone because again, that's because what they can. Comics yeah. Did. yeah. Well, right. I'm gonna I'm gonna go off on a brief comic book tangent right now because okay. it, it goes directly to that point. There's a new Hawkeye series out right now with Matt comic Fraction book. comic book, and it's fantastic. Does and he? Do they draw him to look like uh, uh, what's his name, Jeremy Renner? Not at all. Okay. And what it is is it focuses specifically on when he's not at the Avengers. It's uh, it's all him in his apartment, you know, dealing with street level thugs. And it, it every once in a while they show him fighting with the other heroes. Then they're talking about like recording something on the DVR. Mm-hmm. He has to have Tony Stark come in to set up his AV equipment. Because I mean, it, it's like that, and it's fantastic. Oh, that's cool. It's really really cool. And it opens the entire series opens with him. He's falling out of a window and going. Trust me, this hurts even more than it looks. Um, working with heroes, gods, super e- the guys that have invulnerability. I'm a carny with a bow and arrow. <laughs> it's true. That's a great so, <laughs> and uh, it goes from there and just kind of shows his uh, his life oh, when he's not in Shield, but all the other characters yeah. and stuff come in. It's, it's a great series. I really recommend it. And again, when you read that now, yeah, and you have complete faith that. Marvel is going to like, oh, the Hawkeye movie is going to be great. Yeah. We don't whatever the storylines they do with Hawkeye and the Avenger, like it's going to be awesome. Well, I love when they teased him in the first Thor movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. it, oh, back to Cap 2 one second. Did you think, because I thought this the whole way through Cap 2, I kept thinking that Robert Redford was going to be Red Skull. Did you think that at all? Oh, I didn't think that. No. I thought I thought, I thought, thought he's going to get punched and the, the eye's going to droop and you're going to see red and it's going to be, oh, he's Red Skull. I, I was sure he was going to be... Uh, a villain. Yes. You know, you, yes. You really, I knew he was going to be a setting, villain, but, but I, I, I didn't thinking, think Red Skull. I did, yeah, I, I didn't. I, I was not thinking Red Skull. I, I was like, I think there's some Hydra shit going down. Here. Yeah, yeah. I knew. I knew there was going to. I figured there was a, like a Hydra thing, yeah. but I wasn't thinking he was going to be Red Skull. And I guess the actor Frank Grillo is going to be Crossbones in the next Cat movie. <sighs> oh, okay. That's yeah. So great, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. The Hail Hydra shit. Yeah, that was great. And they just leave it empty, like Hydras mm-hmm. might be coming back. Mm-hmm. You're never going to get. <laughs> oh, I do have one problem with with Cat. Okay. I could have done without Gary Shandling. Because he reminds me of one of my least favorite Marvel movies, Iron Man 2. Yeah. And I was just like, mm, I don't Yeah, know. but the fact that he said Hail Hydra was fantastic. Yeah, that was <laughs> I, I, I get it. But I was just like, oh, Shandling. Uh, Hail Hydra. <laughs> um, okay. All right. Well, let's move now. Now, let's go to um, Spider Man 2. Okay. Now, oh. I want to start off by trying to find something nice to say about this movie. Okay. And, and I will too. I'm gonna, I think we Why should don't we all positive. do it? Yeah. We'll try, and and sure. the best thing I could say is because I hated the first one so much. And I, I actually, didn't hate the first one. I did hate the first one. I actually thought this one was a little better than the first one. Mm. And because I was so against the first one, I'm going to say why, is uh, I thought they got the character of Peter Parker so ungodly wrong in the first mm. one, and they made him a self-centered asshole. Whereas this time, they actually showed, they didn't get the character right, but they got in the same ballpark, okay. where you actually see the character conflicted. He's trying to be a normal teenager, but mm. he's got all this responsibility. People are dying all around him. His actions are causing consequences and you see that conflict in him for the first time Mm. um he was of course he was more concerned with um you know gwen stacy's uh dad being dead rather than him being responsible for his own uncle's death other than that uh, but i really thought that like um there they kind of got in the right ballpark they just got nowhere near the actual character the last thing i thought they did right was i enjoyed some of the relationship scenes 
because I think Mark Webb is good at doing things like 500 Days of Summer. Which where, is a great movie. Yeah, yeah, where the relationship scenes, uh, the scenes with Peter Parker and Aunt May, I Fa- thought, are, are fantastic. I thought they, they were really great. Good. Yeah. And when it, she's this, crying and she's saying, yeah. you're, you're my boy. Yeah. And Sally Field is... I thought she did great, too. Now, right. where I the get, movie falls, Like a Robert Redford, they get a good actress yes. in, in the part. And, and that's when you felt like, you're, oh, I'm watching three or four different movies. And when the movie falls apart, and this is going to sound sarcastic, but it's true, is when it has anything to do with superheroes, supervillains, or comic books. It's really, oh it's God. where it literally falls apart. But, yeah. you know, you, you get Mark Webb, who is good at these relationship scenes. He's the wrong person to take on this franchise, yeah. obviously. Um, the movie has but these he's moments. Not it's not even like he's given a, sh- I mean, he, not to defend the dumb choices that he made, but I think he's a, I think he's a very good director. But he's given this, th- like we've talked about, Okay, they've got to rush these out because okay, if I was Sony, I would do the same thing. We got to get a movie out. Yeah, but they want to do these. Thousand other better stories right, to do. They want to do these every two years too. Yeah, there's a thousand other better writers. There's mm-hmm. a thousand other better, more appropriate directors. Yeah. There, there's easily more appropriate directors there's, than Mark Webb. There's and better villains think, than Electro. Oh my god, god oh, terrible! You, you mean the Blue Meanie? Oh, it's so terrible. Uh, it's so anyway. That's that was the one good thing I, I wanted to say is that I thought that um, it did a couple things right in moments, but they're few and far between. Yeah, I like the the opening scene where he's um, what were those little plutonium bombs, and he's trying to get them all. That felt very comic booky to me. I like that. Right. I like that he was. Uh, I liked his quip. And very true I, to Spider-Man. Yes, That's yes, still yes. like yeah. wisecracking. Yeah, all yeah, this. yeah. And the, the quips that he did to uh, to Giamatti when Giamatti was driving. Could you understand a word Giamatti was saying? I don't understand. Say Spider-Man. Yeah. That, that's literally what it sounds like. So yes, you understood everything. <laughs> right, I did. Um, and I, and I, I like, I like, uh, I like Emma Stone as Gwen Stacy. Yeah, I thought she was a good I Gwen do Stacey. like this kid. He looks like Peter Parker to me. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> and um and I love the Aunt May stuff, but <sighs> that's about it. You know, I, I I agree with you guys. I like all those Aunt May scenes. I like mm. Emma Stone. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like this guy. I think he's a good. You actor. don't like Andrew Garfield. I don't, you don't like, like Andrew. Him? I think he does. Oh, he's British. That's probably why. right. I like Hello. Hello. Oh. Oh. born uh, in LA. Zip zip <laughs> swing. <laughs> Time for tea. Mind the gap <laughs> on the web. My ringtone is a television series about me. <laughs> what? <laughs> Fucking stupid. Yeah, he just... Uh, yeah, there was two... Okay, I just don't like it. I think he's a good actor. I just think he's miscast. Mm-hmm. I think he's trying to do the best he can with horrible scripts with the, with regard to this thing. But I, I think he's miscast. Now, and I, it's, not, it's not a criticism of him. Right. I think... And again, if if he had the right script and the right director, I think maybe he might be I, amazing. He might yeah. be a great. He might, yeah, be, might great. be a great Spider Man. But no pun intended. He might yeah, be he amazing. Might, <laughs> might be amazing. He might be an amazing Spider Man. Um, so the one thing I wasn't as harsh on Electro as you guys were. Oh. I thought visually and graphic wise, I was like, wow, that was a cool. How about when they were fighting inside the Matrix at the end? Yeah, that was just like I was like, it's like that he, new stupid was, Johnny Depp Transcendence movie. He, like it was. He, he was handled like a villain in in one of those Joel Schumacher Batman movies, oh, though. That's he exactly. fell into a vat of electric eel. I mean, there was just... <sighs> I know. And it, all, everything it, was so over the top. Like, yeah. you can tell that anything that had to do with comic books or comic book villains or the directing of them, of the actors doing that, was so ridiculous and over mm-hmm. the top. Even, like, the German scientist that's, like, experimenting on them. So, we will see what makes you tick, you know? Like, what? What's going on? And, I, and I, could, I could almost guarantee you the people that made this movie would argue with us, 
Like, no, it's just like they do that in Captain America. <laughs> but no. they did it. They no. did it right. In they Cap- did it right in Captain America. Uh, they they um. And it shows you. It shows you this. <laughs> it shows you how subtle mm-hmm. it is. It's it's like. It's, you actually have to write an actual movie. Yeah. You're not writing a comic book no. movie. It's no. and 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 the way they're doing. There, they would anyone who supports these Spider-Man movies would argue, well, it's all the same. It's the same, and Captain America's just just as dumb. And and, and so, no, no, wrong. It's such a minor adjustment mm-hmm. that they don't have the fucking skill to make. Right? You know it's, what I mean? It's too cartoony. I know. I know. It's the, too cartoony, and it doesn't even go together. Like from scene to scene, it jumps around. Yeah. There's no progression. There's no character. No. Nope. There's literally. Nothing to these movies except watching a computer throw up onto a comic it's, book, and it's twenty minutes longer than Captain America oh, Teal too, for no reason. I uh, the um, what is the? Uh, I'm glad the trailer shows a bunch of stuff that either isn't in the movie, isn't important, or has voiceover that doesn't exist in the movie. <laughs> the um, w- w- I, I, the, the character uh, Electro, his his alter ego is Max, who's what he's like a slow, dim witted. Right. No, except he's a genius. He's except like, he's a genius. Yeah, yeah they send he, him down he, to fix the power grid. And he, d- and he or designed whatever. the power grid. But yeah. what, what I find but amazing. But they didn't even is, depict him correctly as a genius. No. no he no. depicted him as an idiot. An idiot. Moron. Is right. a comb over. <laughs> yeah, not even a, you know, an, a possibly, you know, high functioning, you know, Oscar's guy. Yeah, no, they didn't. They yeah. weren't. They, they, there was nothing in any of those scenes. No, and everyone that he came in contact with treated him like, they got oh, poor Max. Like, they got it so wrong like oh all we have to do is put a good actor in these roles and then yeah. it'll be like these no, other movies no, no, no you have, you have to, to write, write it you have to write, write it correctly to where he um everyone around him should have who knew, knew he was should be treating him like this guy's a genius he doesn't know how to tie his own shoes yeah. right, but, right but he's a genius. he's the man and of course you've got those two idiot writers from uh transformers were on this oh, yeah. and Fuck uh, you. those uh, Fuck pull, pull you. up their names real quick i want to uh, shit bag and yeah. buttercup um, um also, alex Kurtzman, Kurtzman yeah. and Roberto Orsi. Yeah, these yeah. guys There's are the guy, worst. I'm tired of seeing their Easy, names on scenes. Easily, the the, easily the worst writers in Hollywood, yeah. by far. And they're, they've broken up now. This was the last movie that they're doing together. Aww. But what oh. I so find fascinating is that more, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. they can cover more ground to ruin more things uh, at Damn once. It. But what I find fascinating is that when you've got guys like that with zero talent, mm-hmm. they have the biggest illusions of all. They actually said... The reason we're so successful is we treat all these big blockbuster movies, we write them like indie movies. No, you didn't. And what? Uh, like, <laughs> Have you ever seen an indie movie? Yeah. And you know what? I think if you're going to go delusional, you got to go way delusional yeah. because that is the opposite of everything that they do. They're, that, they make what, vapid, honestly, explosion-filled bullshit. Yeah. And that's the it. the fact that they think they're making art, uh, th- th- they're everything that's wrong with Hollywood. Yeah. I yeah. swear to God. It was in that movie. Is <laughs> yes. it in Spider-Man it's in that 2? Movie. Yeah. I know. <laughs> It's unbelievable. Shitty writers, I mean, bad casting, horrible directing, and a missing of the point completely of the source and material. the ego to think that they're geniuses. No, you've made money. Yeah. You've made a lot of money. Doesn't mean you're a genius no. or a good drug dealer. There's a lot of drug dealers that make a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> the BP oil company that ruined the Gulf of Mexico, they make a lot of money, and they're fucking horrible cocksuckers. So get the fuck out of show business. Like, get out of the way. Like, you're... People are the fucking worst. I Have you not. seen their names on any of the Marvel movies? No, no way. way. Like you, you know, never will. Nope. You know there's a there's a wall. I've seen Shane Black's name on a Marvel movie. Yeah. Yep. Joss Whedon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Weird. Yeah. Those movies are good. I've seen I've seen a Marvel movie directed by Kenneth Branagh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, the um, 
in the movie, this Max guy, he worships Spider-Man. Right. So why does he become a villain? And someone on Facebook who I was arguing with said, because Spider-Man didn't recognize him. I go, no. That's the reason? No, Spider-Man, Spider-Man didn't did recognize him. Yeah, he he, he, he anyway. says, he goes, oh yeah, oh, yeah the guy with the blueprints. Yeah. Uh-huh. Where he shouldn't have recognized him at all because he's blue and has electricity on his face right, yeah. now. He doesn't look anything like me. So even if he didn't recognize him, tough titties. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> um, but that's that's so he becomes Spider-Man. It took Spider-Man three seconds to recognize me. I will destroy the world. I mean, it doesn't. There's like the motivation sucks it's so bad. And then everything is so over the top and telegraphed. Like, boy, could they find a creepier performance by uh, Harry Osborn? <laughs> really? Is that? Or could you foreshadow and, maybe I, a little this, more? This kid Dane DeHaan. I like him. He's in the movie yeah. Chronicle. He he's also in the movie Kill Your Darling. Play it more creepy because no one knows yeah. you turn into the Green Goblin. Yeah, I liked. <laughs> I, I actually liked the uh, Toby Maguire James Franco relationship because yes. they were they were friends. They were friends, you know? exactly. They had a legitimate falling yes. out. Yes, like like um, James Franco's motivation for feeling betrayed by Spider Man. You go, I get it. Yeah, that's true. I get yeah. where you're coming from. Like maybe you're a little misguided, right? But again, that's why you become a yeah. supervillain. Yeah. And they you're tried. They, yeah. they tried to show that like, oh, they had a relationship, but it like but it, it didn't work because they skipped yeah. some stones for yeah. two seconds. Yeah. It's He's totally like, oh, I barely. They, they, they yeah. introduce it as we barely knew each other. Yeah, in school. barely knew yeah, each other yeah. in school. Oh, oh, give me a hug. Hey, you're, I'm sorry yeah. about your dad. Okay. How about also um, Norman Osborn's son comes comes to visit him, and he goes, uh, "I'm dying from this disease, and it's hereditary, and you have it too." And all of a sudden. No, then the, he has it. The, the kid has it immediately? Yeah, yeah. Mm, well, what's this big thing with my neck? Yeah. Oh, that right. I didn't have immediately when, when I was flying here I to see you. I didn't know my hands were shaking. That's until now. Oh, until you mentioned oh daddy. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing jazz hands in his deathbed. <laughs> like, it was so bad. And then ending where he gets in the dumb goblin suit. I'm like, even your goblin suit sucks. Sucks. Yeah. You remember when the green goblin was introduced in the, fir- in the original? Yeah. Spider-Man? Somebody on that set wet me. Actually, they actually actually must have said get me heat miser hair yeah <laughs> it was and this is again this is nothing against these actors they're no, they're, they're, yeah. doing, they're doing the best jamie they can Fo- do I, mean, I love the idea of like oh let's make jamie fox a villain would have been great yeah would have been great because yeah. i like jamie fox i do too he wants i like paul giamatti yeah. yes i like paul giamatti too but don't don't make that rhino suit like a tank uh, make it like the real rhino suit yeah. like a guy in this rhino suit with a Oh. It was a Transformers. Yeah, it looks yeah. like the exactly Miracles movies that has that dumb dragon dog that runs around that Mark oh, Wahlberg that's supposed, fights or whatever. That's supposed to be Grimlock. Oh, sure. Yeah. How did he get in that suit at the end? Did someone say, send him this suit? Because it was at the Osborne Corp. And then he kept, um, uh, what, what I found fascinating too is like, uh, well, he need to. <laughs> he had to keep taking it. it off to talk. Like yeah. every time he would talk, then it would like peel back. I'm yeah. like, well, then couldn't a sniper kind of get him? Right there when yeah. he's when he's talking, he couldn't have put speakers yeah. on this yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A microphone, yeah, a microphone from inside. Yeah. If someone's, in a, if someone's in a tank, <laughs> if someone's in a tank and they want to talk, do they come out the top? I know. Right? <laughs> Is that what they do? It's terrible. Put a bullseye on their fucking yeah. forehead. I don't like the whole world that they've set up. That Oscorp because they they. They walk by and you can see Doc Octopus's tentacles and you can see yeah, yeah. The, vultures. the vultures' wings. Mm-hmm. I mean, how simple is it to just have uh, who's the guy who's the, who's the actor that Malkovich be the, the vulture and then have Craven the Hunter come and he's gonna he wants to take down Spider Man and the vulture. I mean, well, that, that's they, a simple story. They, they're so stupid. They 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 they're they're dumb. 
writers. They're dumb people. And they've set up a really bad universe for Spider-Man. Oh, and they're expanding it. That's what I mean. There's going to be a Venom movie and all these Yeah, you know what? Good luck making... Nobody how are you going to make a, a Sinister Six movie with just all villains? How is that going to play out? Well, the thing they're so dumb... This is why they're dumb. Yeah. They're dumb... So stupid. Dumb writers and dumb people who then write dumb things. So they... Scan past Oscorp and you're just like, oh, this is where all the villain outfits are. Mm-hmm. How did Winter Soldier do it? Teaser at the end. They mention it. Yeah. They, they, it's so like smart how they tip it in there to get us as fans yeah. to get excited. How much do people also, at Marvel and Disney, they just watch these movies and laugh? and like, all right, well, I don't think we have to and, worry about any and, competition here. here another yeah. thing I just remembered about- And then K- they smack it, the lawyers it, in the face and right. say, get us these characters back. Right. In Cap, they have, these, they have this big war, this war machine that's going to target people who could be a threat. Right. And as they as they scan like the whole world, they show the Stark building. Did you guys remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like the little stuff they yeah, give yeah. you, the fans. Yes. Like, oh my God, there's this. And it still has, just has the A because of the battle in New right. York. Mm-hmm. So awesome. But this. Exactly. And they're <laughs> woven this whole awesome yeah. universe that you're right. just like, oh shit. Like, a, like the comic yeah. book world. Right. Oh, and now, Marvel, their number one hero is Spider-Man, right? In the comics. Yes. That's like their yes. that's, that's like their number one. That's like Superman. Su- that's like Superman yeah. Batman, right, right, right at the top. Right. It's not it's it, it wasn't Iron Man no, years no. ago. It wasn't any it was always no, Spider-Man. very true. And they f- fucked it so hard. Yes. Well, it's a, yeah. I mean, they believe me. They uh they're kicking themselves every day that they can't get the rights back. And and like, I will say Stop hiring assholes. They should have uh, just given I mean, I, yeah, Spider-Man 3 is a mess. I agree. Sure. But they should have given sure. Sam Raimi a a four to, re- I mean, to rectify. I don't think tr- he wanted another one. I think you don't think because I, I thought I had read that they were going to do four and five back to back. The thing about Spider Man three, and after I was reading about this too, is uh, you know Sp- Sam Raimi wanted to do a very small, a much smaller movie with <laughs> I think it was the Vulture and you're talking about. Yeah. But then the studios kept adding villains and making <sighs> it bigger and bigger. But when you're watching that movie, Spider-Man 3, you not only see all the meddling, but you also see everyone has franchise fatigue. Yeah. You could see right. Tobey Maguire didn't want to do right. it anymore. Even Sam Raimi from the directing, you could see, I think he's done. Yeah. So I, I think there was a lot of things that made that one not as good. But Spider-Man has always been my favorite superhero ever. You That's my favorite. really disappointed. That's, it's, <laughs> and after like the first two, and then I got, you know... The first two were so The first good. two were great. And then yep. after the, first the third one, one, I'm like, oh. And then... Because it had been two. so long since we had seen, I mean, the X-Men had come out a right. couple years, but since we had seen something like that, and that's why it was like, this is amazing. Well, we had yeah. never seen a Spider-Man movie. No. 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 Uh-uh. We had only seen him as a cartoon in the, in the 60s. And Nicholas Hammond in yeah. the 70s. Right. That's all we had ever had. Yep. And then- And they're doing great things with the Spider-Man comic book. Uh, I mean, not the com- yeah. not just the comic book, but the uh, TV shows now, too, yeah. because- the Disney Channel, you know, because if you have kids, you'll be watching a lot of right. these shows. And what I love too is they, since they have the animated rights, yeah. the Spider-Man shows, you get to see them with Captain America and the yeah. Avengers and all these yep. other characters, and they're like, oh, that's what the movies could be. Right. Yeah. The fucking ending. I mean, I was the ending. Oh, I, oh, and the, oh, the, oh, go ahead. Uh, no, I want to ask you guys this because I was so fed up. I didn't stay for any of the stingers, so I want to <laughs> know what they were. Well, no, I only saw one stinger. I didn't stay for the second. The first I couldn't. Stinger, I was done. The first stinger was just a goddamn X Men commercial. That's all. The, I, that's all I stayed for. I don't think there was another one. Okay. Yeah, and it's like it was the dumbest like, stinger. Well, hey, it? it was almost like they a just showed an X Men commercial. It was. It, 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 was a, a, it was. It was. It was. It was like a clip from the X Men. Yes. It was like a little scene with um, Mystique. Oh my but God. it's it's almost like saying inventive we're original. sorry about this, but this will be coming out in three weeks. So right. enjoy this. 
It was so dumb. It was so it was an apology clip. Do you remember? It, that's what it felt like. Yes, <laughs> like the Avengers movie, where they 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 they, they, they always do two really good things. They, mm. they tease, yeah, and then show them off. Remember when they're all eating food? In shawarma, like, laughing. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Like that was just this human hilarious yeah. moment, mm-hmm. and they, they just literally cut and pit and dragged and dropped a goddamn <laughs> X-Men commercial. And they're like, not even It's like a fuck you. It's like why don't you And just they're not even done by the same the, by the same studio. It's Sony and Fox. It's, it's not even so, your thing. It's, it's literally like why didn't I'm I'm surprised it just didn't go get a Spider-Man t-shirt at this website. <laughs> know, yeah. Like it was fuck off. Oh. And it and oh, it's just fuck, the the whole thing's it's a mess. The whole thing's a mess. Don't don't see go it. see it. Don't see it. Go don't, s- don't give them money. Don't support these assholes at all. No, you know, it had a two hundred million dollar budget as of May sixth, according to IMDb. It did a hundred million dollars. So don't see it. Let it fucking eat it. Yeah. Let it not make money, and maybe this thing will. Maybe die. Sony yeah. will be uh, dumb enough to let the rights lag instead of you know if they were smart they'd like you know what let's start over let's get actually talented people to put yeah. these together but let's hope the dumbness of the executives lasts a little longer we're like ah oh, fuck it we can't make money off spider-man give it back to yeah. disney and yeah because sony executives are fucking morons they've got to be regrouping though they've got to know it's a turd right they have to i hope i hope because my, what my hope is is somebody they either do what chris says mm. get get somebody on the third one, and we'll all go, okay. Yeah, yeah they course corrected. Because we want <laughs> yeah. it to be good. Of course, right. we want these we movies to, to be, be good. Oh, and, and they also shot with someone uh, playing Mary Jane, and then they scratch. I don't even know where you would have wedged Mary Jane in anywhere. Yeah, man. that makes no sense to put and, in. And uh, the girl who they had playing Mary Jane is the girl from uh, Fault in Our Stars and Divergent. Oh, oh she- Shailene Woodley? Yeah. Shailene yeah. Woodley. Oh, yeah. But for me... I'm kind of glad that she's out, and I hope they recast because for me, Mary Jane has to be va 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 va. Yeah, she has yeah. to be Scarlett Johansson type. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. like in that panel that they always show. Hello, hey tag tiger. Yeah, That's, yeah. And when you're a kid, you, even as a grown up, you see that panel, and you're like, oh, bang. Yeah. I mean, I, and Kirsten Dunst was not a good Mary Jane. I thought she was decent. I thought she was okay, but she's she not good. like boom. Well, there's that scene where. They kiss upside down. Well, it's raining. It's raining. I know. That wasn't a bad scene. (laughs) Right, right, right. But um, yeah, I just, this, you can't even, I don't even know how you edit this. It's too long. I don't even know how you edit it. There's too many scenes between him and Gwen where they say the exact same thing every fucking scene. They got to start from scratch. If they're going to read, here's what happens. They either need to just get someone, get a director in there and a writer that goes. We don't need an origin story again. Everyone knows about Spider-Man. We all know it. Go. Get it together. Or, and this is my Mm -hmm. actual hope, is that Sony just goes, goes over to Marvel and says, hey, you guys got it. Just give us a taste of every ticket. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. Keep, just, just, we're just not get, gonna let it lapse, but uh, why don't you guys take you it? Guys right. it you, you guys get it. You guys know what you're doing, and we get a taste. Yeah, and, and yeah. you know Marvel would go, oh yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. do it. Well, yeah, and, and all of our movies make a billion dollars. So here, thanks. Mm-hmm. And the way they did it with from Pierce Brosnan to Daniel Craig, where they kept uh, Judy Dench as M. Yes, please. Call J.K. Simmons and get him to be J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah, again. he's, 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 he's great. There was no, J. Jonah no great. there was an email. Yeah. Uh, Spider Man movie without yeah, Mer, Parker in an email. <laughs> you just re, you just see it. Oh, and and it wasn't like when they say Banner and Strange and you get a chill. 
you read, oh, that's that's from J. Jonah Jameson. Oh, Big deal. And, want is, to and, and my first thought was, why, oh, I guess we don't get to see him. And this, no. is, this is the other point about Mark Webb being the worst director for this, is because he doesn't understand what's important <laughs> right. uh, when right. making a comic book You're movie, right. what to show and what not to show. And you can see that in the first Now, Parker's movie. already working for the Bugle. We've never seen him interview. We don't know how he got that yeah. job. He's just working for him. And another thing, I just talked to someone today, a guy I was playing tennis with, and he said, the thing about the Spider-Man comics is, all the every kid wants to have superpowers, but when Peter Parker gets them, it doesn't solve all of his other problems of dealing with school and college and all. And we do really aren't see we're seeing him see a flashback of, of thinking he sees Dennis Leary, but we're not seeing him really but physically deal that? deal with. Like why isn't he dealing with? I got a term paper, but I got to go out and catch this guy. Yeah, I can't Spider-Man. pay. Yeah. That's, That's Spider Man. Yes, yeah, I can't pay the bill or whatever. And right. that was when Aunt May's working too hard, yeah. and I feel guilty about that. But I can't help. I when mean. Stanley created Spider-Man. It was the uh, first superhero with real-world problems, and that's what made it resonate so much yeah. with audiences back in, I think it was 60s when it right. first came out. Right. So Even the, the cameo of Stanley in Captain America, he plays a security guard at the, uh, at the Smithsonian, and he comes in, and Captain America's suit's gone, and he says, oh, I am so fired. That's a funny cameo. I know. Even though I'm tired of these Stanley things, they take me out of the movie for that right. second. I'm, in the Spider-Man one, Peter is late for graduation, and Stan Lee says, I think I know that guy. That's dumb. I know. I know. That's I know. dumb. So wait, now you've taken it a whole crazy level with, oh, the guy who created Spider-Man thinks he knows who Peter... It's like, that's a dumb cameo. I know. Dumb. It's, yeah. They don't know what they're doing. No. And these Transformer guys, take your money <laughs> and go to retire to an island. Yeah. And just get Where out. they don't have computers. Yeah, where they yeah. don't have computers or writing or any way to communicate with humans and just get out. The, yeah, the guys who directed Captain America, who, who are they from? Where are they from? The Russo brothers? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think where they're from. Also, in Captain America run, when Joe Johnston directed it, I mean, he since he did The Rocketeer, he really had a feel for that. 19, Era and stuff, yeah, and it felt, it felt like felt like a little bit like Raiders of the Lost Ark. It was just you know, and I will a real say, good tone in that movie. If too. you haven't seen the Rockets here, go back and check it out. It's Anthony actually Russo. it's really a fun movie. Yeah, Anthony mm-hmm. and Joe Russo, um, they've got a decent resume. Yeah, yeah, they've done. They've and, done, and they're on board for the next cap. I'm pretty sure yeah. they're they're keeping those guys around. Yeah, Anthony and Joe Russo, which is just like uh, is great. I mean. <laughs> I mean, they've done stuff like you, me, and Dupree, but, <laughs> but uh, you know. But I always like you guys' resume where you see that they're getting better as they go on. Right. Unlike these two guys that we don't, we won't even name them anymore. Mm-hmm. Their resume is just full of shit. Yeah, and but and and they're proud of, and that's what they're proud of because, because that's what they do. Yeah, they think they're great. They're literally like the ant of you know. Ant thinks he's an amazing <laughs> comedian. He's not funny at all. Um, so yeah, these guys. Yeah, exactly. You look at their stuff, and they've produced a lot of. They've done community. They did the show Community. Mm-hmm. You know, so they they've they've. They've done a lot of TV, which sometimes can be like, uh-oh, but they got this down, mm-hmm. man. They got it down, and it's like- The Russos. Yeah, the yeah. Russos. They've done Arrested Development, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they, They've done good stuff in other genres, and they're just- Which, which, which initially I'd go, well, they've, gone, they've gone, done good comedy TV. How are they going to do action? Well, they know how to- The comedy te- television that they've done that is good is like community- and 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 stuff like that it feels real again yeah. it's that thing we talked about it feels like a real like community feels real and it's not too wacky right. too over the top it's not slapsticky right it's not like a bad three camera sitcom that yeah. you're like Ugh. Ugh. so 
I'm down with these guys. But yeah, definitely go give Captain America more money. Yeah. <laughs> you know, give that movie more money because, and don't go see Spider Man. Wait, wait and get it at Redbox for a buck if you yeah. have to. Because it's it not a, worth it. Watch it on a plane or something or whatever. Or just, I, know it's, I know it's hard because if you guys had seen it and I saw you on the street and I hadn't seen it yet, I would go see it. You right. know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. it's hard because you're like, well, Graham and Chris didn't like it, but, but I'm, we're telling you, it's really not worth your time. It's not. Mm-hmm. I know. Or your money. It's not. Don't do it. All right, guys, that is our. That was our yeah. supersized spoiler app. Supersized spoiler app, man. How do you think X-Men's going to do? I think I, it's going to do great. I'm excited for it. I'm what? so excited for it. Even, even, even the X-Men movies that miss, I still like a lot about it. The last the Wolverine movie from last summer, I absolutely love. It's great. So I have more. I mean, I I lost my faith in them a little bit with that other Wolverine origin story. Or but even that even that first like forty minutes when they're going through all the time periods and fighting, and it's it's there's still some right. good in there. And first class, did you guys like X Men First Class? Very oh, it's my favorite. Love, one. It's my favorite one too. Yeah. So I'm I hope Brian Singer. Because of First Class and the Wolverine movie, I'm very confident in the, this next X Men movie. Yeah. It looks great. It looks great. I, I, they, I love what they, I love all the characters, all the actors they've got. It does all the things we just talked about that Spider Man doesn't. Yeah. that Captain America has. And right. It's, it's that's a they've re- and again they've done this cool thing with the X Men movies of creating that universe correctly with great, with great actors, great yes. amazing actors. actors. Again. It's not. It's not a big crazy superhero movie. Right. It's a human movie yeah. that has crazy stuff in. That it. has crazy mm-hmm. stuff in it. Yeah. You know what I mean. And also the whole mutant thing. They've really explored that. It's that thing of we all feel like freaks to a certain mm-hmm. degree, and 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 using the mutants not just for big crazy fights. Yeah. And, oh, here's Electro, but like the humanity of. Would you like it if you were looked at as a mutant? Right. Society called you a mutant. Yeah. I don't care all the superpowers. You're not normal and nobody accepts you yeah. except these other mutants. Right. And it's like kind of like us as comics, we we've always sort of talked about that like we don't fit in with the regular society and all this right. other stuff. Well, not polite society. Not polite society. <laughs> right, right, not polite society. <laughs> and it's like, you know, we always talk about well, this person gets it or they don't get it. And like they're taking that that type <laughs> those feelings and and they're exaggerating right. it to make right. a superhero thing, but mm-hmm. they, they handle it correctly. So yeah. that's what Schmidt always says. We we'll go, dude, they're not like us. Those those are normal people, dude. Yeah, those are normal, exactly. <laughs> dude, we're comics. We're comics. We get it, dude. I know. <laughs> we get it, and we're freaks and we're weirdos, and yeah. we can't we can't participate in regular society. We can't. <laughs> we don't know how. Yeah. You know, I've never had a real job. I wouldn't know what the fuck to do yeah. with that thing. I'd get fired immediately. Um. Anyway. X-Men's going to be good. Have, yeah. you ever, have you ever saw printer ribbons and toner cartridges? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Pat Francis is referring to the job we had as telemarketers, which was awful. Wow. I just real quick, Graham and I, we didn't even have money to get a slice of pizza. No. We were so broke, and this job was like eight bucks an hour, nine yeah. or something. But the check that we got was never, it was not, had nothing. What was, I wish I had a copy of the the biggest check that I got from that Oh, yeah, because it was a commission gig. Yeah. And we we were sat in this awful room above a strip mall on off of Indrake. Oh, I did one of those too when, when I first got there. Like, whenever there was the whenever there was yeah. a sale, the hot, big bosomy girl from the front yeah. office would come in and talk to the main guy. So like, I would fake sales to get her to come in. <laughs> it was oh, it was the I worst. Remember, that we, room was full of 
X-Men. Oh, God. It was mutants. Oh Remember that God. one guy that had this giant nose that he clearly had soaked in whiskey since he, the time he was... That look is always scary to me. And, and he... It's like a Muppet nose. And you had to read the script, and you were trying to sell... Toner, I had, I had toner wireless, cartridges. Wireless cable, investing in wireless oh cable, and it was uh, it was all a front for. I found out later that it was all like a scam. Of like, course, because like, you think you go in, all right, you know, it's it's a, you know, it's just a job. It's eight bucks. I call people and you try to close a deal, and that's and then you realize later that you, there's like news stories like, oh, this is all, you know. <laughs> well, I remember fake. some company, and the guy goes, mm-hmm. "You calling from California?" I go, "Yeah." And he goes, "Nope." <laughs> like they'd been scammed. So yeah, many exactly. Times. And I remember that the, I wasn't. I it's wasn't, all cracked down. I couldn't. Now, finally, I didn't have the heart. Like I couldn't close. No, I, didn't I couldn't believe either. in this at all. No, neither did I. You felt so awful about yourself. And because oh, they the way I treat the way I treat telemarketers when they yeah. call me at home, if yeah. they get through, I'm the worst. I know. Yeah, we were just the initial calls. Then, like, they had a whole team oh, of the like closers. the uh, the closers oh, yeah. that would actually close the. Uh, close would you like to speak with my manager? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember. This I was this is Pete Simmons. I am the regional manager. <laughs> <Yeah>, Built <laughs> these scams, and we you lasted we, for a couple weeks, and that was it. We did it for two weeks, and yeah. I just yeah. left. And Pat, you were like, went back, and you told the guy, "Look, I don't like doing this. I, I just can't. Work I can't this. do it." Mm-hmm. And then, like, one of those roach coaches would pull up and. There's lunch, and everyone get excited. We like, oh, oh no. like horrible hard boiled eggs. College graduates, yes. Yeah, like, oh. <laughs> so, College graduates. But I remember the one time the guy said to me, he's I, he goes, "You're not doing good sales. You need a you need a better name." I was like, "Hi." He goes, "Dean, that's your name." I was like, oh, Dean's gonna close the deal. Graham is it? Oh. And then I finally got someone. To, to like, oh, you want to talk to my manager? And he's like, and I go, manager. He goes, great. And he goes, and he holds the phone. And I had forgotten because I didn't, I was like, I'm not saying my name's Dean. Right. And then he calls the phone. Is, are you Dean or Graham? And I was like, uh-huh. And he goes, yeah, I just spoke to Dean and Dean Graham. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> the worst. Oh, God, that was oh awful. All right. Hashtag Dean Graham for Hashtag this episode, Dean ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Dean Graham. When's this episode drop? It'll drop today. Oh, can I promote stuff? Yes. Of course you can. Pat Francis, where can people find you? What can you, where, where can they see you? Here we go. Uh, Saturday, May 31st at the Limestone Comedy Festival in Bloomington, Indiana. Great festival. Be Never Not Funny Live at the Buskirk Chumley Theater. Shows at 4 p.m. in the afternoon. You can get tickets at the Limestone at www.limestonefest.com. And... That same night, Rock Solid Live at the Comedy Attic. Show starts at 10 p.m. My guest co-hosts will be Brad Wilhelm and Matt Holt, and the topic will be the music of Bruce Springsteen. You can follow me at Pat underscore Francis and at Rock Solid Show. Dude, you guys, we did we did Limestone last year. It was really fun. It was the first year of the festival. It was a blast. Great, I can't Bloomington wait. Bloomington is an awesome. Yes, it is. It's so much fun. Like Jared's great. Jared, he he's like a fan of comedy. Right. And that comedy attic is a great. We did, we've done our podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We've, done, we've done it solid, there guys. before. Yeah. So see come see solid. it. We had Rock Solid in the festival last year. Fun show. Thank you. Yeah, it's good stuff, guys. So check that out. Much um, appreciated. And you did you give them all your Twitter and? Yeah, yeah. At uh, for Rock Solid, it's at Rock Solid Show, and for me personally, it's at Pat underscore Francis. Right on. Um, 
Thank you, guys. Thank you. Well, speaking of Bloomington, I will be headlining there uh, at the Comedy Attic June 12th through the 14th. And also, we are going to have the uh, Earbuds crew with us because we're going to yep. do some interviews. We're going to interview Aaron. Um, and so that Saturday, the 14th, from noon to about 4 or 5, if you live in the area and want to be interviewed on camera for Earbuds, tell your your podcast story. Um, and if you're a podcaster, whatever, come down to Comedy Attic on the 14th. Uh, and then we're also going to go down to Kentucky and interview uh, fan Lucas Ledsman, who's a, uh, a like, well, he's a drill instructor kind of guy. But he's, he's like Captain America. He's Captain America. Yeah, he is. He uh, he's 115 years old. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he was a guy who listened to this show while he was deployed in Iraq, mm-hmm. and now he's he's back stateside. So we're going to interview him for the documentary. So uh, follow that ear at Earbuds Pod Doc, and of course uh, at Earbuds. I did the same thing at Earbuds Pod Movie and EarbudsPodMovie.com, the Squarespace site. Check that out. Um, and of course, um, we are going to be doing fan interviews in Chicago. May 24th at the Downtown Zanies, which is on basically in the corner of North and Wells. That's from noon to four. So again, if you're in the Chicago area and you want to come down and tell your story, we'll do a 10, 15 minute interview with you. So yes. check that out. And we also wanted to mention you guys called our bluff last week with uh, Zane Lamprey and you have been using the coupon code <laughs> and a bunch awesome. of orders came in. So we're, we're filling them now. So you guys are listening to the end of the episodes. We appreciate <laughs> yeah. it. Oh, and I wanted to say this too. June 1st, we are going to be doing fan interviews in Sydney, Australia. We just don't have the location dialed in yet. Uh, we're working on that. But And then we will be in uh, Newman, Western Australia interviewing wow. uh, Russell at the mine in this mining town in the middle of nowhere. So and possibly doing a show <laughs> and maybe doing a show there. And then of course we will be in uh, Japan interviewing Sanai, big fan Japan. Uh, Sanai, Andy, Andy and um, Andrea, Andrea, and getting you know that'll take place at the Budokan Theater, right? That'll be yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Tokyo Disney. Comedy yeah. film nerds at Budokan. <laughs> yes, we are going to do episodes over on on the road, and we're going to mm-hmm. have um, and we're going to I'm going to Sanai and I are going to have a uh, sword battle. Uh-oh. To enter one leaf, so <laughs> I might not be coming back if Sinai defeats me, and I would die with honor gladly at the hand of Katana. Um, so thank you guys so much. You're gonna much. fight at that indoor beach, that, right? <laughs> yeah, the one with the dome. Right, right. We're gonna go to everywhere Lost in Translation went, and we're gonna have a fight. Um, so thank you guys so much for listening. Spoiler up 17 in the books. We'll be doing more this summer. Follow Pat online, go see him live. Uh, thank you once again, Pat Francis. My name is Graham Elwood. And I'm Chris Mancini. And as always, remember, Han, Han shot, shot first. first. Is Godzilla out yet? Mm, hail Hydra. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>